God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you for joining me today. I've enjoyed playing board games throughout my life. One of my favorite games is the world conquest game called Risk. The board is divided into six sections or continents. I have found the key to winning this game is to obtain the continents of Australia and South America. Having these two continents gives you four more armies each time it becomes your turn, that is, if you can hold them. Holding the continent of Australia is easier because there's only one access from Asia into Australia. You have to put extra armies there to defend and guard yourself from attack. So in the game of life, what guards do you have in place? What guards are by your eyes, your ears, and your mouth? What guards do you have in place to defend against worry? What guards do you have in place to defend against anger? What guards do you have in place to defend against lust? If you're having trouble keeping the enemy out of your life, perhaps I could give you some strategies on how to play the game and win. Give a listen. Ever since walled cities were created, guards known as watchmen have been placed upon the walls and in the towers to help defend the city against attack. These watchmen were responsible for the safety of everyone within the city, and if they failed in their duties, they could be put to death. In these troubled times in which we live, there are many people doing things to protect or guard themselves, but the greatest preparation that is needed is that of our minds. The enemy can bring us to our knees without a sword or an arrow or a bullet by using the right propaganda of words and images. What are we doing to guard ourselves from these assaults? Do we have any guards set in place? I sleep in deep slumber, being fully at rest. Doubts, worries, and fears no longer molest. With the truth in my heart, I am not stressed. The truth guards me and makes me blessed. Peace guards me as I keep it in my heart. Worries fade and strength it does impart. Peace protects me from every fiery dart. Against it, the enemy wearies and will depart. Put on peace and the truth of God's word. In your heart, its power you must gird. Not letting deceit your vision become blurred, knowing that the victory to you is assured. Take a moment and let the peace of God surround you, envelop you, saturate you. Stop striving right now. Jesus won the victory, and the Father gave it to us. Leave fear behind and step into the presence of the Father. He's waiting to give you a hug. According to Romans chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace is the reality that we have with God because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus paid the price to reconcile us with the Father. 
realizing we have a right relationship with God and that there is nothing that we are striving to attain to is a state of peace. We're not trying to become worthy. We have been made worthy or more specifically righteous. And when the Father looks at us, he sees Jesus. So this is the first part of peace in our life. But there's more peace to be had. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Peace guards our heart like a military garrison. God has given us his peace. We don't have to work for it. We simply need to put on that peace. We need to put off fear and strife and worry and put on peace. When we begin to feel uneasy or anxious, we need to defend ourselves against these feelings by remembering the truth and speaking it to ourselves. We must confess what the Word of God says about us. Whatever is attacking us has already been defeated by the promises of God, which all contain provision within them. What I mean by provision is, it is whatever it is that we need, God has provided through his promises. The promise here in Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 is that the peace of God stands guard over our hearts and minds if we allow it. And the peace of God is so great, it goes beyond what we can understand. We can ignore or deny what verse 7 says, or we can believe it and receive it. And it's nice to have a garden place that is easily manifested and always at the ready to protect us. I don't think I have to do much to convince you that we are in a battle. The blessing is, is that we have supernatural weapons that enable us to stand. We find out about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What's all this talk about weapons and warfare and pulling down strongholds? This is the Apostle Paul telling the folks in Corinth about the battle that he is engaged in for their lives. Peace is one of the weapons of our warfare. And it is not a carnal weapon, but one that is mighty through God to the demolishing of strongholds. Strongholds are lies that have built a fortress within our heart, telling us all sorts of lies. What lie have you been believing lately? First of all, recognize that you're surrounded by God's peace and that you are safe. Secondly, you need to do what the Apostle Paul was doing in Corinth, which is revealed in verse 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. When doubt tells you you're going to fail, you replace that thought with the truth that we've been given the victory and always caused to triumph in Christ. When temptation tries to lead you into worldly excess, we need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh 
to fulfill the lust thereof. Those days when we are not feeling very smart and are not finding the answers to what we need, we can go to the Father to ask for wisdom, who doesn't tell us we're stupid, but graciously and generously gives us the wisdom we need. Slow down in your head right now and forget your past. It's dead. You are a new creation in Christ. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and every failure and frustration of your past has passed away. It's a new day. It's a peaceful new day. So Paul talked about the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. What weapons do you have in your arsenal to help you stand against the wiles of the devil? Consider what it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. It gives us a couple of pieces of armor to put on for the battle we are in. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Being sober is a state of mind. We need to be clear-headed. We need to be watchful. We need to keep our eyes open. Our enemy is a deceiver and a liar. He can roar to scare us or whisper rumors to ensnare us. We're supposed to put on the breastplate of faith and love. Faith and love are activators. Faith activates the promises of God and love activates faith. Love is poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. You have it internally, but now you need to take it out and wear it as a piece of protective armor. In this section of Scripture, faith is a breastplate. But in Ephesians, it is a shield that quenches the fiery darts of the wicked. So we see that faith, which can be also understood as trust or being fully persuaded, gives us the ability to stand against the trickery of our enemy. And then on top of that, quite literally, we are to wear the helmet, the hope of salvation. When we realize we have eternal life, and that one day we will gaze into the eyes of Jesus face to face, that hope empowers us. It gives us the ability to endure the challenges we face today. The more of God's word we have hidden within our hearts, the more verses we have planted deep within our minds, the more weapons of warfare we will have. We cannot live a life of casually reading the Bible and expect to be greatly victorious over the challenges of our lives. One of the greatest weapons I have in my arsenal to fight the enemy is my understanding of my identity in Christ. I'm a new creation. I am God's beloved child in whom he is well pleased. To recognize that I am loved by God, regardless of my performance, is devastating to the enemy. I cannot be told that God rejects me. He chose me before the foundation of the world. And though at times my performance is less than righteous, I'm still reconciled to God. I'm still made righteous by Christ. I'm still holy because of the Holy Spirit. It's all about what they have done, not we do. We need to get away from performance-based Christianity. Because that's a lot of insanity. 
There's nothing I can do to make myself good enough for God. He had to do it for me. He sent Jesus to be my Savior because I couldn't save myself. Jesus willingly gave his life to bring me into the presence of the Father. And according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, I was made to sit at the right hand of God. So take a moment and see yourself sitting at the right hand of God right now on his throne. As an artist, many times I have tried to depict what the throne of God might look like. When I look at the examples of earthly kings, they're covered in jewels and gold and elaborate carving. But it finally dawned on me that the throne of God is not of this earth. It is heavenly. It is of God. Finally, God showed me what his throne looked like. It's an overstuffed love seat, and we share it with him. Take a moment, take a long moment, take a long while, and cuddle in that love seat with your father, or your papa, your Abba. He's always been madly in love with you. Remember that love. That's your greatest weapon. Now take his love into your heart and stand victorious this day. What are the specific enemies that are warring against you right now? Do you worry about finances? Remember that God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Are you fighting against loneliness? God says that he will never leave us nor forsake us, and that we are his habitation through the Spirit. Are you fighting against unworthiness? Christ Jesus has made you righteous, and you are washed clean by his blood. No matter what the enemy says, there is a promise in God's word that will defeat him. Your job now is to search out the promises of God and find the weapons you need to be victorious. Happy hunting.